Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Angela. And I'm your host, Pascal. And this is the Sex Sentence Podcast, a podcast about the realistic side of sex, the mistakes, mishaps, and real-life bloopers you don't see in film or porno. Now, before we start, um, we've had a bit of a break because we've gone on holiday with the family. Yeah, that was fun. Um, we went to, what was it, six cities in 10, 11 days, <laughs> and it's not as fun as it sounds, honestly. It was exhausting. Yeah, well, driving, having road, long, very long road trips is just not fun. You end up seeing all the, all the motorways, but not the actual cities, which sucked. But Exactly, and on the rare occasion, we did actually drive through some cities. It was so scummy. What the hell? It was all run down, that's the thing. Unfortunately, a lot of the cities that you'll hear in Europe, unfortunately, are quite run down. But we did have fun in some of them. So, Yeah, because the pool was involved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thankfully, whilst we were doing that, I finally got him to listen to My Dad Wrote a Porno. Now, if you're an avid listener of My Dad Wrote a Porno, you know they're going on their fifth season. Oh, my God, is it fifth? Yeah, it's fifth. Yeah. Um, and we finally were about near the end of season two. But that's what we did during the entire time. Had our earphones in and we listened to my dad wrote a porno. Just so you know, it was while I was driving. Yeah, while we were driving. So each of us had one earphone and we just laughed the entire way through. Yeah, let the kids listen to their own stuff. Then we had um, some ear pods in. And, oh, man, I'm so glad you finally got listened to it. Um, but what are your thoughts anyways? Oh, absolutely awesome. <laughs> Belinda is such a character. And <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> yes. When we say character, I mean nuts. And, oh, my God, <laughs> the writer, what's his name, Rocky? Rocky Flintstone. Yeah, Rocky Flintstone. Oh, my God. The dude seriously has to get some anatomy lessons for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't slip a dick all the way up to the fallopian dude. Fallopian tube. That's not possible. And grabbing cervixes. Wow. Oh, it sounds painful. No, it sounds just unrealistic. But It's very unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of Rocky Flintstone. Oh, if you guys listen to that, and if ever any of you get turned on by that, seriously, you might need some psychological help. <laughs> I think if you close your eyes and don't, and maybe reword it slightly, it could be a turn-on. But you can't get turned on by Jim Sterling's suddenly big dick going out to a fallopian tube. Which is flaking Oh, yes. So you could floss out in the morning. <laughs> in the morning, not even immediately after, in the morning. But who's your favorite character? So far, Peter Rouse. Peter Rouse? Yeah. He comes back, eh? Yeah, I know. Just yeah. because he's a bit of a weirdo with his symbols. Yeah, but that was the very beginning, and nothing came from it, and nothing yeah. comes from it. True, true. But if you guys want to listen to that, it is absolutely awesome. You'll be pissing your pants constantly, and... It's big. It's so massive. They've had like 8 million downloads. Yeah, and you do get, in the footnotes, you get quite a lot of celebs who come in, uh, who come on, rather. And, footnotes uh, are like their many episodes. Yeah, and it's really fun. Everyone is so involved and everyone gets on so well. Really, really good. You should check it out. Yeah. I don't think that anyone could listen to that and think it's shit and just put it away. Honestly, I was hooked the moment I listened to it a while ago. So 
give that a good shout if you've not. And I'm again, I'm just so glad you finally started listening to that with me. <laughs> well, well worth it. All right. Um, shall we move on to the stories then? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, and as always, you are a force, my love. Alrighty. So, first story. I was fucking my girlfriend. She tells me she wants to finish me off by giving me a blowjob. As I was drawing near the end, I let her know that I was about to come, so she positions herself ready for a facial. However, the room is completely dark and I've flowed my shot right up her nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I imagine that would have gotten up into her sinuses as well. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It's going to make me want to blow my nose, which I think I'm going to have to do that right now. I think everyone has had the situations where it's gone in the eye in some ways or another. Oh, that's the worst. I think yes. I'd rather get it up my nose. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we've ever had that situation. With not, not on the nose, but we've definitely had it in my eye. <laughs> that's painful as shit. I'd rather get lemon in my eye. Thank you very much. <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, let us know, actually. If you've ever had um, someone's come get in your eyes, how did you feel about that? Because certainly... I did not like it. <laughs> and now I'm always like, close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes. <laughs> Become a bit paranoid from it. <laughs> All right. Um, so the next one. Uh, this is a bit of a longer one. I was dating a woman, but having only dated men in the past, a lot of what we did seemed awkward at first, but quickly I got the hang of it. Our progression sexually went to stages of new thing introduced, do that thing for a week, master that thing more or less, and then move on to the next thing. A month or so into the relationship, she bought me a strap-on. I was a bit dubious, but hey, try anything new once, right? It was huge. I mean, pink-skinned, veiny, a set of balls and everything. She tried to be all sexy with getting me in it. As soon as it was on and I looked down, it struck me as the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life. I am laughing hysterically and it's all bobbing up and down, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> Meanwhile, she lays on the bed, still trying to be all sexy, telling me how bad she wants my cock. And that has me tearing up and laughing even harder. Once a laugh gets you, it's like it's impossible to stop. She's begging for it, and I'm laughing. She eventually bursts into tears, and I feel so bad. So I try to oblige, but I can't stop laughing. I'm pounding away while laughing hysterically, and she's sobbing, saying, Oh, yeah, baby, give me that cock! <laughs> so needless to say, that particular skill was never mastered. <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> Laugh and say, I'm coming for you, baby. <laughs> but that's the thing. Once you start laughing during sex, it doesn't end. I know. And no amount of the other person getting mad or crying is going to make it stop. Yeah, but sometimes it's actually even funner. Well, yeah, definitely. Funny, funnier, rather. Oh, no, I agree. Because how many times have we actually finished while laughing? Mm -hmm. And then we're still laughing afterwards. And you're, it's just weird. Yeah. It's actually quite a, quite a welcoming thing sometimes. Yeah, in the right context. I guess in this case, yeah, when you're trying to be sexy to your partner, trying to say, oh, give it to me, and they're laughing their ass off, maybe not going to... I doubt they're together still. <laughs> Just something like that. I mean, that'd be awfully embarrassing. Hey, honey, do you remember that time you made me cry? <laughs> no. And I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, go ahead. Cool. 
So the next one is, my buddy was with a girl who was more experienced than him. Mid-courtis, she got a little dry and told him to spit on her. <laughs> he, not knowing what she meant, was trying to oblige, hook a fat loogie and spit it on her chest. <laughs> oh my god. How an experience for you. As in, is that the first time you're having sex or something? Bloody hell. I assume so. I mean, if, if you're very inexperienced, I'm saying you've only been a girl who's been naturally lube but sometimes that's with a condom that takes all your wetness away sometimes it's like a sponge <laughs> uh. but in general though <laughs> love you spit it right on her chest i know oh bloody hell i mean at least it's not on her face yeah good thing yeah for sure bloody hell okay uh next one i helped up with this guy a couple of times and one night i go over to his place a little drunk so we start doing our thing, and I go down on him. <laughs> well, the combination of alcohol and him pushing my head a little too far made me vomit all over his penis. <laughs> now you would think that this is the end of the story, but no, somehow it gets worse. We then get in the shower for him to rinse off, and he, for some reason that is unclear to me, still wants it. So we start having sex. He stops and goes, uh... I had started my period during sex and after I puked on his dick. We have now been dating for a year and a half and he still whispers and bring it up when we are with friends to make me turn red. <laughs> what a dick move. <laughs> oh no. So not only was there lots of um, vomit involved, but there was period as well. Oh man, what a messy scene. Yeah. Like, it's almost a crime scene. <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, though, if you analyze that, that means that they're actually pretty much in love. Because at the end of the day... Yeah, I guess if they're still together, something like that. And not just that, you're going to your friends and going, oh, guess what? Fucking made her vomit while she's sucking my dick. <laughs> actually, if you think about it, she'd been hooking up with a guy a couple of times. That doesn't mean they were in the relationship at that time. Bloody hell. That means... That's impressive. He liked her, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what kind of laugh was that? I've never heard you do that before. <laughs> All the years never. <laughs> the podcast. Oh friend. my goodness! Oh, oh. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> the podcast brings it out of me. <laughs> Clearly, cheapers. Oh. Okay. So on the next one, I dated. <laughs> Sorry, can't stop getting over the line. Okay, go, go, go. So I dated a girl. <laughs> I mentioned myself. <laughs> I can't get over that. That is just so weird. Freaking out. Oh my god, my eyes are watering. Okay, good. I promise I'll be quiet. I'll cover my mouth. <laughs> so on the next one, I dated a girl who would get really pissed if I came in her mouth. Mm. One night, she was downtown and said, "Don't come in my mouth, okay." So like the gentleman I am, I obliged and totally came in her mouth. <laughs> Jeez, wherever I heard this. <laughs> From every man's <laughs> mouth. Every man and woman ever. <laughs> she was super pissed and wouldn't talk to me for like an hour. Finally, I said I was sorry and leaned over to kiss her. And she spit it in my mouth. <laughs> she had been holding it in there, waiting. It was gross, but I had to give her credit for that one. <laughs> That's some good stuff, man. I think I did that once for you, didn't I? 
No. I I'm pretty sure I forced some come in your mouth at one point. I don't think probably so. under the exact same circumstances. <laughs> that seems like something I would do under petty <laughs> under my pettiness. For all the listeners out there, women are a little bit petty. <laughs> women. <laughs> let's not forget who's the most petty one in this relationship. God, put, <laughs> put your petty cat back off. Jeez. <laughs> I love that one, though. I love how she was quiet the entire time just so she can put it back in it. You know what? She must have swallowed a little bit. Yeah, that's quite some dedication there for sure. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay. I was drunk to the point of being nauseous. We were both wasted, but also really horny. Going down on this guy I had been sleeping with off and on for a few weeks. I'm usually great at deep throating, but I guess I hit my throat just right and gagged. Puked a little bit on his dick. In the moment, I was so shocked and embarrassed. But when I realized he didn't notice whatsoever, I just kept going, trying to clean it off as creatively as possible while still going down on him. He said it was the best blowjob of his life. He never knew. (laughs) That means he swallowed her puke back. (laughs) Not to be too gross, I've done that. A couple of times. Usually when I'm drunk. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. So, going to the next one. This one was bad. Sorry. <laughs> I just remember that first line. Not an immediate effect, but I was dating a girl who had just about the prettiest butthole in the world. <laughs> Lovely. I was going down on her one day, and I decided to throw my tongue into her bum, and she loved it. I didn't mind one bit. Things proceeded as they do, and life went on. Fast forward a few months, I had had a couple bouts of crippling gastrointestinal issues, sort of intermittently. Awful diarrhea for a few days at a time, every three to five weeks or so. Couldn't figure it out. Nothing seemed to help. I hit the bathroom and after I flushed and washed my hands, I checked to see if I needed to flush again. To my horror... There was a single tiny worm in the toilet. Turns out my stomach problems was a result of giving this girl a rim job. She had the same thing, but also didn't know what it was. I took some deworming meds and felt like I was dying inside for a couple of days. I dropped turds that looked like they had the beard of Zeus. Because when worms die in you... They turn a ghostly greyish white. <laughs> Bloody hell. Just so you know, it took me about five times to finish that whole sentence. At least five times. That's going to be a lot of editing going on oh, there. Oh, God. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, man. See, people, be careful when you give rim jobs. <laughs> but to be fair, she had a really b- beautiful butthole, apparently. So. <laughs> How is that even possible? Well, un- unless I'm you... guessing she bleached it. <laughs> God knows. And unless you've got a little sign right next to you saying, I got worms, I'm sorry, but no one will know. <laughs> that's, that's true. Although they say the first sign is because you've suddenly got a very itchy butt and it won't stop itching. Well, maybe she associated it with the action of the tongue on it, so you never know. No, you wouldn't. that's not what I mean. God knows. All right. Okay, so when I... When I was about 14 or so, it was the first time giving a blowjob. During said blowjob, I feel something happening and figure he's about to come. Nope. 
He's actually pissing. <laughs> he pisses in my mouth, all over both of us, and on my parents' couch. I swallowed it before I figured out what was happening. It's not a good memory. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, honestly, that was one of my biggest fears. Came with a blowjob the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was there was more to that story, but I cut it out because she was complaining about him a little bit in a way that I didn't necessarily want on here. But she goes on to say that he was kind of abusive, and she figured he was doing that on purpose. Well, it sounds like it. I'm sorry to say this. I mean, you must... It's, I'm guessing that someone at that age, he's kind of whacked it a few times. He would clearly know the difference between coming and pissing. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, she's 14. doesn't say that he's, which means that he could actually be older than he, that. Yeah, so. he could be older, but when's the first time you saw it? You were like, what, 10? Yeah. Well, there you go. So let's let's say he was fourteen. Yeah. That's at least four years of whacking it. Yeah, that's just terrible. That he knew what he was doing. There's no but doubt. that but wouldn't that also mean that he wasn't aroused whatsoever? Because isn't it a bit more no. No, you can be aroused and take a piss, but at the same time. I guess so. But at the same time, that's you know what you're doing. I'm sorry, you really oh, know that, what you're doing. I bet you anything that was his kink. <clears throat> yeah, more than likely, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely his kink. I'd reckon. You must have seen it in a porno and thought, hey, I'll try that. Oh, yeah, because, you know, that's everywhere, and I don't get it. I don't want you to pee well, on me. No golden know. showers, please. Some people have that, I don't know what you call it. It's some a kink. People, yeah. that's a kink. But chances are, he saw it, thought, ooh, I like that, and without permission, tried it on her. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you need to ask your partner what whether that's something that they would be interested in trying. Not just basically try it and go, oh, ho, ho, and not even admit, admit that that's what they were doing. Yeah, apparently he didn't even say sorry. Well, it doesn't sound like it. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Now, as you say, chances are they're not, they're not together anymore. I didn't actually <coughs> say that. <laughs> no. You, you, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Did I? I thought you did. I don't know now. <laughs> Alrighty. So, for the next one. Back when I was 19 or 20, my girlfriend lived at the end of a dead-end street. And being young and dumb like we were, she was riding me on the couch in the living room in a summer dress with no panties in front of a big plate glass window. Her mom came home early from work and tapped on the glass to alert us of her presence <laughs> right as I was about to come. Girlfriend vaulted off me and I painted the couch and coffee table as I tried to scramble to the bathroom with a hard on and my shorts around my ankles. Good times, man. <laughs> Oh, no. And that means his mother would have watched him come all over the couch. <laughs> yep. Not only would she have seen her daughter getting fucked, but she would have also seen the dude <laughs> taking basically a load off on everything oh, on his way. Oh, gosh. That's, you know what? That would be embarrassing for everyone. But I love how the mom just like, I'm here. Just say hello. hello. <laughs> I would like to alert you of my presence. <laughs> Maybe it's known that I have warned you, please. <laughs> oh, God. Do you think we'll ever have that happen? We kind of have. I mean, we've got two kids. No, no, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> How many times? Uh, just so you know, we've basically... We've, we've had your parents walk in on us. Yeah, we Specifically have. your mom. <laughs> no, my mom is terrible on that. And we were adults and engaged at the time. Also married. Also, but we've had kids. Your mom has no fucking boundaries. God damn it. She's getting better, but god damn it. 
<laughs> the thing we say is, so whenever we go, we go on holidays to my parents' place. Uh, we live on the first floor; they are on the ground floor. The issue is, <laughs> there's no door leading to the upstairs. It's just the stairs going up. And annoyingly, she well, does yeah, not. Yeah, like a normal house. Yeah, she does not know how to basically just say, "Guys, I'm coming up," or anything like this. <laughs> she just appears by the door. <laughs> <laughs> but the rules. Oh man, I remember that one time. I should say I say one time, but it's actually happened more than once. Waking up in the middle of the night, I have to go pee, and it's so hot. I'm not wearing a shirt, maybe not even underwear, and your mom's just there hanging up laundry. Oh, that's a bad memory. I remember noticing her, but having to pee so badly, I still run to the bathroom. The thing is, that has never, ever changed. Because I remember growing up, being, being a teenager, and basically watching porn on my computer and jacking <laughs> off. And then all of a sudden, as I'm about to finish, turn around, and my mom has just entered the room. <laughs> and things like that. It is the oh, worst. Oh, man. It is the worst. God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you not have locks on your doors? Oh, should I mention? I've never really had doors. It used to be back then. <gasps> oh my God, that's right. You've only had back, curtains. Back, back then, it was literally just a string above the the doorway and just a sort of curtain. And <laughs> makeshift curtain. It, I'm not even real. <laughs> A makeshift curtain, indeed. In a massive household. <laughs> in a massive, massive house. And for some odd reason, she is absolutely quiet. She can, she doesn't make noise yeah, when like she walks. she's a ninja, isn't she? She really is. And FYI, coming back to us and our kids, we've only had doors for about six months now. Before that, we didn't. No, not the entire time. It's because we're at, we're in the process of renovating a house. Exactly. And we didn't have doors, and it made everything very difficult. Well, now that we have doors and we have a lock, an actual lock on our door... As the kids are growing up, it's going to be one of those cases of modern family, if you guys remember that episode, where the kids will hear a clock of the door being locked. And the parents put on the lock. And but they will turn around. Even when we have the lock on, you see, when, even when I'm trying to put on a bloody bra and I've got the lock, you hear, Mommy, let me in! No, go away. <laughs> all right. So I think that's all the stories. Yeah. Shall we move on to the sex toy review? Yeah. It is a shorter review, admittedly, but the description's a bit longer. Yeah, like every week, we try to pick one of these uh, sex toys that has been reviewed on the internet and see how funny it can be on the review. Yeah, so maybe you'll like that. Maybe you want want to get the toy. (coughs) Maybe you just want to hear something funny, so... Or maybe it (laughs) might be something that puts you off on buying that specific toy for (laughs) forever. You never know. I mean, maybe you're not going to put teeth in the dildo. Oh, no, this is a um, flashlight. Teeth in the flashlight for your <laughs> diorama. <laughs> maybe you will. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, you go ahead. Now, so for the description of the, well, for the actual name of the product, it's called Fetish Fantasy Stainless Steel Dulux Wartenberg Pinwheel. Now, look at the picture, okay? Can you yourself figure out what that's for? I would have thought that it was something to punch holes into paper, believe it or not. Yeah, you know what? I can totally see you thinking that. It's like a cheese wheel, but with spikes in the front part. Yes, exactly. So, as always, I will post the picture on Instagram and Twitter if you're on any of them. So, um, go ahead. Read about the product in the description. About the product. Wattenberg pinwheel for arousing full-body stimulation. 
ergonomic handle for faultless grip, 22 sharp pins preckle the skin to enhance sensitivity, can also be used for its original purpose of pain relief. I'll be honest, I don't know how you use it for pain relief. Seeing it, I knew exactly what it was for sexual arousal. Because remember, I used to work in a sex shop, right? Yeah. So I knew how to use it, and I do want one of these. Really? Yeah, I could totally see where I think where I would like that the best is probably around my areolas. The only way it could be a pain relief is if, for example, your head is hurting, you put that at the base of your toes and basically hurt your toes there, the pain goes from your head to your toes. <laughs> so, it's no, your, so, so, so it's not a pain relief, it's a pain transfer apparatus, more than likely. Yeah, anyway. Again, I don't know how you'd use it for pain relief. I'm going to have to look that up. But yeah. I know exactly how you would use it for sensory play in any case. So, last piece of the product is, includes free blindfold for enhanced sensory response. <laughs> I love so, free blindfold. Now, <clears throat> about the description of the product. Originally designed for medical usage, the Wartenberg wheel has become a must-have item for any S&M enthusiast. Let your lover run this nifty tool across your skin and experience the tingling sensation of 22 little pins prickling your skin. Crafted to be held like a piece of cutlery, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> it's it seriously is like a like like a cheese wheel or a pizza cutting wheel. Seriously. Yes, like a tiny pizza cutting wheel. Yeah, it really is. So crafted to be held like a piece of cutlery with one finger pointing forward to apply pressure, the ergonomic handle makes the neural wheel easy and comfortable to grip. Experiment with varying levels of pain and pleasure by applying different amounts of pressure. Let the pinwheel gently glide over the skin of four and all over pins and needles tickle. Or pressure a little harder for more direct and intense prickles. Try your wheel on different body parts to find your lover's sweet spot. Their skin will be ultra sensitive after pinwheel play, making a perfect opportunity to play with other ticklers or massage and massage tools too. Warning. The Wartenberg wheel is not designed to draw blood. However, with excessive pressure, the pins will break the skin. It looks like it would easily break the skin, if I'm honest. It does. It's quite... Yeah. It could be that the picture is just ex- sort of no, no, enhanced. No, no. It actually looks like that. It oh. does look like that. Because remember, I used to sell those. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'll read the review. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take the review. <laughs> <laughs> so, this... You can actually purchase this from Love Honey. However, most of the review has gone because the product has been discontinued. Oh, really? Yeah, so I wasn't able to give you a like, five-star type of info or the subject. Um, it's just the review that's left on there. So for all I know, it was one star. But I really like this anyways. Okay, so he says, Yeah, it's a pretty good product. High quality and everything. But the picture is a bit deceiving. The bloody thing couldn't open up my Frey Bento's pie tin. <laughs> So I still haven't had any dinner. I ended up eating the strawberry lube I purchased instead. But in the end, it matches my kitchen and fits easily in the cutlery drawer. What <laughs> is wrong with people? <laughs> Remember the last episode about the strawberry lube people putting on the toast? Yes. <laughs> That's how I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> what is that about? It seems like people basically buy sex toys to freaking use in their kitchen. What is wrong? <laughs> it's 
jokes, you realize. No, I know, but you never know. Some people can actually physically do it. Oh. You may think it's a joke, but it's not. <laughs> My brain bender spider. Guys, the only thing that can be used in the kitchen is something like a paddle for you to smack your partner while you're fucking hard oh, no, on you, the kitchen you counter. Know you could use that to. Um, oh, shoot. What's the thing you do with steak? What? Cut steaks? No, when you go pound oh, the steak. Tendering. Oh, tenderize. Tenderize steaks. Yeah. I mean, that would be a little bit longer, but you could roll it over it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe make yourself a Salisbury steak. Okay, to the manufacturers of fetish fantasy, uh, you might want to basically explore other avenues of your product. Exactly. <laughs> Get more money. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, I think that's everything. That's it. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe in your podcast provider if you want to hear more. And please give us a five-star review. And to sweeten the deal, if you do give us a review, send us a screen cap and DM us on any of our social media and I will send you some stickers. Nice. As I said, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Sex and It's Podcast or Sex and It's Pod. And you can join our Facebook group with the same name. Additionally, if you'd love to leave a comment, suggestion one of your stories for us to read you can email us at sexinitspodcast at gmail.com and all the links will be in the show notes just swipe up on your podcast provider and yeah that's it that's it for today thank you so much for listening thank bye you guys. bye okay test testing testing one two one two oh yeah 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 oh y